You're listening to the Winged Octopus Podcast, brought to you by Howie's Hockey Tape. What's up and welcome to another episode of Winged Octopus. This is Tyler here alongside Tess and Greg. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> I've been better. Yeah, I agree. I've been better too. Tess, how you been? One of those days, you know, just one of those days. I got to be honest. We talk about the weather sometimes here. I want some snow. What the heck's going on? We haven't had any snow yet. Hey, hey, hey. It was a beautiful day here in good old Michigan. It was like a spring day. So we're going to enjoy it because this time next month, we're going to have three feet of snow and we're going to wish we had the sunshine. Yes, it's so. winter time. There's yeah. snow on the ground everywhere. Tyler, Please don't, don't jinx make us. me fight you. I'm going to fight you, Tyler. God I love the snow. All. I have to be honest with you. I love the snow. I love You're snow like, too, but in small doses when I don't have to drive. So mm-hmm. we're just going to get right into things here. The Red Wings have lost seven games in a row. Huh. So things so are, the Red Wings are reeling right now. You know, they just lost seven games in a row. No, no, no. They're, they they're not. They're, they're not reeling. Jeff Blaschel says they're fine. Oh, yeah. Jeff Blaschel says they're fine. They lost last night to the Montreal Canadiens 10 to 1. Stop. So let me just start here. Let me just start here quickly, and then, Greg, you'll be able to shout out the sponsor. Yeah. I get a call from my neighbor yesterday, and uh, he's a Red Wings fan. For all you people that don't know, he's actually from Midland, Michigan. And uh, he calls me, and he goes, I'm scared for tonight. I'm like, what do you mean you're scared for tonight? He goes, Montreal is really good. We're going into the Bell Center. They get every call there, this and that. And we're not doing really well right now. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, he's right. And then he calls me again this morning. He's like, like I told you so. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I, I told him, I'm like, what, what am I supposed to be afraid of? Them beating us? I mean, they've already beat us before and they usually beat us in Montreal. So what's there to be afraid of? And he said something about possibly being there being a blowout. And that's what ended up happening. I think your neighbor's psychic. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Brian there for, for that <laughs> insight. <laughs> blowout is a, is a very loose term when you when you realize what actually happened. Oh, that was a route. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't good. We'll no. talk more about that. But, Greg, I want you to shout out our sponsor, please. Yeah, our, uh, our sponsors is Howie's Hockey Tape. Uh, Howie's Hockey Tape is from the great state of Michigan, specifically Grand Rapids, and they provide each NHL team with awesome equipment. Howie's also sells to the, N- uh, the NCAA, the AHL, and the OHL. Anything you need for the locker room, Howie's has. It's howieshockeytape.com or howieshockeytape.ca for our Canadian friends. And use the promo code WINGEDO. That promo code will get you 10% off your order. So check out Howie's today. As always, Howie's is a great company. I actually recommend them as uh, as tape for your hockey stick or honestly anything. We when I used to work at the hockey shop, we used to we used to get their tape, and you know the kids used to go crazy about it. And and in my junior locker room, everyone used to have hockey uh, Howie's hockey tape. So definitely check it out. They they yeah. they really do a really good job. Yeah, I'll tell you that as an organization, Howie's is probably doing better than the Detroit Red Wings right now. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I think a lot of things are doing better than the Detroit Red Wings right now. Greg, where do you want to start off here? 
Yeah, my first bullet point says uh, the Red Wings are garbage. So if we <laughs> want to start, uh, I'll let you or Tess. Yeah, we can go with our, our current seven-game losing streak. We can start there. Tess, no offense, but ladies first. Go ahead, please. Tyler, I'm going to literally kill you. You just keep agging me on. <laughs> Anyways, when we thought losing six games in that one Vancouver game back in October was like our lowest point, oh, oh, we had, we had no idea what was coming. Like that was just like a little preview. Like you think it's bad, just wait. We had, you know, some highlights in mid-November. Like, oh, like we could be legit. Like, hey, well, that all went down the tubes before Thanksgiving. And we've been losing seven games in a row. We haven't had a point, I believe, since last Saturday against the Devils when yep. they got to overtime and they lost. Yep. And, yeah, we just – I don't know what winning is like. It's very sad. It's depressing. I don't even, like, watch, all like, the games in full anymore. I wanted to throw my phone at the bar last night. And then what was really annoying is that everyone knows I'm, like, the hockey fanatic in my group of friends. Out and about last night, they're like, Tess, what's going on? Like, you know the, all the insights. I was like, I don't know. Just leave me alone. I was like in the fetal position. Like, make it <laughs> stop. It was awful. I don't even know where to begin. Like, there's just so much that went wrong last night. I just, I don't know where to start. So, Tyler, if you want to pick someone that we should pick on first, be my guest. Well, Jeff Blaschel, you know, gets criticized for a lot of things. As he should. And rightfully so for a lot of things. Um, but there's one thing he said last night that uh, that really registered. And, I mean, he's right. The only people that can, you know, get the Red Wings out of the situation that they're in is the players. The coaches can't do it for them. The The management can't do it for them. It's the players. This is – this is a wake-up call for the players. Are they going to step up? Are they going to sack up? Are they going to be able to get themselves out of this? Personally, I don't think they're going to be able to get themselves out of it. And I think Jeff mm-hmm. Blaschel is a big um, you know, reasoning because of that. Because Jeff Blaschel, it, it looks like the team doesn't respond to him anymore. I don't have any examples right, right now, but I think as the season goes on, you guys will see that. What about that 10-to-1 example? But that's not my – well, I, okay, I guess that is a good example because after the game, he said the only people that can get this team out of this situation is the Red Wings. And then he also said something about, you know, that this is going to keep happening until, you know, yeah. players players realize that they can't give up easy goals, which he's right. He's 100% right about that, 100% yeah. right about that. But he says that to his team. And then they go out and in college football terms, they get the break speed off of them by the Montreal Canadiens who a few weeks ago were reeling about possible, you know, maybe not blowing everything up, trading Carey Price, trading Shea Weber, trading everybody, Pacioretty, shaking things up. And Montreal beats the breaks off of the Red Wings last night. And I don't know if there's one person to blame, but I think that, the only way that they can get out of this situation right now is if they obviously start playing better hockey and the coaching needs to be better. I feel like he doesn't learn from his mistakes. You know, last year, the year before he rode the veterans and now he's riding the kids. Honestly, I think the only way they can get themselves out of this is if Zetterberg gets off the schneid here, he hasn't really had many points at all lately. Mm -mm. And if the kids start, showing the, the way they're supposed showing the way they're supposed to play 
And then the defense is just brutal. I, I really think they need to sit Erickson. I don't know how they do it. Yep. Erickson needs to be, like, deported. Put him into a small box and fire it into the sun. Yeah, let me just say one thing about Jonathan <laughs> Erickson. This is not all on Jonathan Erickson. Let's be clear here. There's there's 20 guys in but that room. But he's a big reason. Me, I'm he's a big ice. reason, but the defense in, in general just – look at a Stanley oh, Cup contender. Or look at just – Look at just a playoff contender, yeah, a number one center, a number two center, a number th- a number one, a number two, and a number three defenseman, or or a good top four defenseman. You don't even need a, a number one, per se. You can have a number two and then a few number threes, whatever. They don't have that. They have the good goaltending. They have good goaltending. All right. But the defense is just absolutely brutal. And so, until that until that gets fixed, they're just going to keep going into these situations. So, so here's what we have just to just to know that Blashell needs to be fired. Um, here, here's a direct quote from Blashell uh, last night on Fox Sports Detroit. He oh, says, geez. and I quote, "This team is good enough to win." He says the Red Wings <laughs> don't need help from outside. They have character, and they must decide that this is unacceptable and play to their optimal level. Oh my god! What kind of bullshit is that? Was he even mad? Did he not even care? No, he seemed pretty pissed. No, yeah, I mean, he seemed pissed. I didn't but... watch the interviews, but I'm like, who? What kind of? No, you need to be. You need to rip your players to shreds. Yeah, when you're pissed, <laughs> call them out. Call when you're pissed, out. you don't say stuff like that. You give the Anthony Mantha was garbage comments. That's what you give when you're pissed. I mean, that's I, that's not going to help the team out. Like, I'm so no. sick of him being like, if he's trying to be like PC, I don't give a shit. Call no, this isn't South out. Park. You're not PC principal. Let's go. I'm just saying, like, just call them out because they know, like, players aren't stupid. They know when they get called out because the no, media even, tells them that. So, it like, because Dylan Larkin, he's, he said, um, he heard, like, he knew that people were, you know, he read the media and he's like, everyone wants to expect me to be better. So he took that as, like, motivation. If you don't call yeah. anybody out, they're going to think, oh, well, it's not my fault. I mean, even Zetterberg said in his, all his time here, he does not remember think, a game. He cannot think of a time where they've been more embarrassed than they were last night. He says, see that quote. He yeah. says, everyone, they embarrassed everyone who has ever worn the winged wheel yep think about that gordy howe was rolling in his grave after that game last night that's like totally dead wings era hockey they pulled last night which tyler no Mm -mm -mm -mm. which i think that brings us to our point number two that uh holla needs to be fired and we need to blow this shit up yeah I just don't get Absolutely. what, like, how he's still, like, I just, Chris Illich, I'm like, his boss, is that who he reports to? Because I want to know, yeah. what are they doing? Like, so. What yeah. are the yeah. Illiches doing? This is not what they're used to. This is not what Mr. I has envisioned. And he was also rolling in his grave, probably last night as uh-huh. well, yeah. with Gordy. Yeah. That family, like, look at what your parents did and built yep. such an awesome team. And then you're just letting the management destroy everything you built. I no one's going to go to LCA right now. No one's going to go no. watch a game. Who wants to go no. watch a team get their ass beat 10 to 1? No, I think so, it's a middle of the season issue. Well, they can um, go find Jesus and then get their shit together because I don't have time for this. 
I hate to say it, but nobody's helping the Red Wings besides themselves. They're not getting help from the outside because they're hamstrung to the cap. Yep. And they're not getting help from Jesus. They've already gotten all the <laughs> luck. That, no, listen, listen. They've already gotten all the luck that they can over the what last luck? 26 years. Over the last 26 years, they've had luck. They've gotten Pavel Datsuk no, and Henrik it's Sederberg. called talent. We yes, have no talent. Yes. We've had no, don't say no. Don't say no talent. We it's have luck. talent. It's We've luck. got like three pieces of talent, but that's about it. No, but listen, listen to what I have to say. So basically all I have to say is over you can't be good forever. Ken Ken no. Daniels made a good point last week. Yeah, so I don't want to be we can't go like we like we were the best and now we're just garbage. Like that's just you know what? I hate to I'm say spoiled. It, I think that's what we'd rather be is garbage than to be a team that's in the middle. There, nobody wants to be You in don't the want to be a middle team. No, no. not at all. Um, in the NHL, you can get away with it more than other leagues, but you're still probably not going to win a Stanley Cup being in the middle. And that's... It's that's, just, I don't want to be like the butt of jokes, like, oh, you're a Red Wings fan. Oh, you guys lost. Like, that's like embarrassing. Like, I used to feel like a Banff. Like, yeah, I'm fucking from Detroit. I'm a Red Wings fan. Now I'm just like, yeah... I used to like the wings. Now <laughs> the Lord is testing my loyalty each and every game. Like seriously, my loyalty has never been tested so hard than it has this season. Like last year wasn't nearly as bad. Like it's tested every freaking game. Well, to be fair, um, you know, it is just a bad stretch. They they could get out of it. Even if they don't make the playoffs, they could end up getting out of it. And but, being a, but do we want them to? Okay, team. Well, that's that. That's kind of the point of this. This blow that blow this up here. Yeah. Uh, do they blow it up or do they keep it? I just don't really understand. Like, who you're gonna blow? What are you blowing up? I mean, I guess you can make a trade with Gustav Nyquist, or you can make a trade. Uh, Mike Green, who's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the yep. end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but who are you blowing up? I, I, like, I mean, Nyquist, Tatar. Nielsen, maybe if you eat some salary, you're not trading Abdulkader, no, you're no. not trading to Kaiser, you're not you're not moving Helm. I mean, unless you're gonna eat some of the contract. That's well, what it comes down here, to. Here, you're only going to be able to eat some of the contract, and that's the only reason why you're gonna be able to entice some of these Stanley Cup contenders to take some Tad, of those. You can trade green, right? You can trade green for pretty good value because he's a he's one of the top what 10 defensemen this year right now yeah he's mm-hmm. been good. he's one of the team leaders okay too, so good versus. good you can get rid of green you can trade Tatar and nyquist even if you get third round picks for him you can trade anything exactly you don't have to trade darren helm just wave him wave him he'll have to go to grand rapids they're not doing that no there's you, you too much ro- loyalty there no it doesn't matter that's a thing uh, which I think brings us to our third point: fire, fire Ken Holland. What yeah, the hell is he doing here? If when you, you fire a new Holland, GM, you'll fix a lot of problems. Yeah, other yeah. people won't. Other people like, it, like I think like you guys said before, it has to be someone from the outside. No more exactly. in-house stuff. You can't bring no. Chris Draper up here. Have somebody random come in, and because they do not have that connection, they will wave Helm like it nothing. No, you fine. don't trade him for a fourth round pick. I no, not even that too. The fifth, sixth round pick. Who gives a shit? You bring in a new <laughs> GM. What the hell does loyalty mean to someone That'll that's new to the organization? 
That would exactly. get Bertuzzi up here, give him a little exactly. opportunity. Yes. You, get rid of, you get rid of Mike Green, that gives Joey Hickett an opportunity. That yep. gives Sorry, RV, maybe an opportunity at no, some no, point. What, what that does is that gives that brings Hickett's in, that moves Sorry, RV up from the freaking Toledo walleye where he doesn't belong up to, to Grand Rapids. Yeah. Like, what is Billy Sorry, RV learning in Toledo? Absolutely nothing. You move him to the AHL, you move Hicketts up, you put Sari RV on the line with Hronik, and, like, come on. The, the problem is, is that you've got all these people that are so ingrained in this organization that all have the same mentality, and when that mentality stops working, you need to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. When that yeah. mentality is not winning you games, when it's not promoting players, when it's not bringing synergy to the organization, and when you're losing 10-1, to 1, to the Montreal Canadiens without their top scorer, what are you doing? And also well, they lost the Canadians six to three two nights before. So exactly. it's just, it's a, just like a one game deal. Cause I think I feel, I was telling my mom, I was like, there's like a few handful games throughout every season where teams are going to have a blowout game. Either you're winning eight to zero or 10 to two or 10 to one, or you, you know, it's just, everyone has those games, but I'm like, how many times have they lost by four or more goals this year? way too many exactly that's the problem and they have not fixed it what's so the trivia just, question who who got a hat trick last night i need paul watch byron by who the hell is paul byron well because i watch the nhl pretty much every day i, I know cool, exactly Tyler, who paul byron no hold on i, I know, know exactly who, who paul byron is but a lot of people that aren't Big NHL fans, but they're just Red Wings fans. I don't know. know who Paul Byron is. I know who Paul Byron is. Does Paul Byron deserve a hat trick? <laughs> no. No. No, he doesn't. No. Exactly. Who deserves a hat trick before Paul Byron? Does Anthony Mantha deserve a hat trick before Paul Byron? Yes. Okay. I would also say Alex Galchenyuk. Exactly. Goodbye, Ken Holland. Yeah. Hello. Iserman for a good trade or Lou Lamarillo, who is lame duck GM number two. Like, Ooh, that would be a nice get. There. What? Like what's happening? Something what new. is it going to take? What's it going to take Chris Illich to make the changes that he knows he needs to make? Maybe if fans just don't go to games anymore and they have an empty arena. You mean empty uh, arena? See, I have, I have a very, no one wants um, to go watch a shitty team. So I have an interesting thought about this. Oh Lord! I Please think that I have a rant at some point, but it's not. Go ahead. Yet. No, no, oh, you can rant now. I'm giving you your uh, five-minute rant timer. Hold five on. Five minutes. First of all, I want to bring something up very quickly. Go ahead. Well, so we go. talk about the empty seats and everything like that. Okay, fine, fine. I think personally, what they're trying to do this year, and it's not, it's not the right approach. And even my friend that's a Maple Leafs fan said it's not the right approach because Red Wings fans are original six fans. They'll understand if you have to go through a rebuild. You just had 26, 25 years of success. If you rebuild for four or five years, okay, who cares? You're original six. You know, you're you're an iconic franchise. Fine, rebuild. The fans will understand. Even if they don't come out every single solitary night, they're going to understand. That, look, they're trying. going through some transition. Look, look what the Tigers are doing in Detroit right now. 
They traded a lot of players. They traded Verlander. He got his World Series. They traded J.D. Martinez. Sorry, Tess. They traded all kinds <laughs> of players. Justin Still Wilson, Alex it. Avila. The list goes on and on with the Tigers did. And they they waved the, wed, the, the white flag and said, hey, look, we're not contending this year. We're not going to contend the year after. We're going to trade. We're going to build through the draft. I know it's different. It's a different sport. But the Tigers realized, look, we're not good enough to win now. And the Red Wings yeah. need to do the same thing. So my point is, instead of the Red Wings thinking, okay, look, this is a brand new arena. We have to get as much out of this season as possible. And I think that's what they're thinking. Why? You have an understanding fan base. If you just, if you be honest with the fan base and say, hey, look, we're going through a rebuild. It's going to be tough for a few years. We're going to have a lot of young kids. We're going to have a lot of young kids coming up here. We're going to have some older guys too. That's and we're just going to do it that way. That's fine. The fans are going to understand. The fans, fans are, are going to rejoice. They'll probably come we want, more. We want to see the kids. We want to see the, the kids. Babies. We wanted to see the kids since Datsuk left. No, more like since Wilson retired. <laughs> How long have we been screaming? And, and on Twitter, I see it every day. When are we going to bring up Hicketts? Free Hicketts. Bring up Bertuzzi. I bring up Dan. Daniel Renuff, like, what are we waiting for? We're losing 10 to 1 now. If we get rid of this shit, kill Cap, bring up kids, and still lose 10 to 1, what's the difference? What people don't get is, yes, it's tough to move an Abdulkader. It's tough to move a DeKaiser. It's tough to move a Franz Nielsen. But if you eat some of the contract, not only is, like, okay, let's say – Let's just say for, for the sake of the argument that Danny DeKaiser is making five million, which I believe he is. I think he's making five well, it's like four point I think it's like four point two five or something. Let's round it off to five million, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You eat half of that. That's four, that's uh what two point two five or whatever. Okay, fine. Fine. Right? Then you bring up two kids that are worth what eight hundred thousand or, or five hundred thousand, which is yeah. the DeKaiser. The Kaiser's a flat five. Yeah, you're right. It's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no. no-brainer. If you want to keep the Kaiser in here because of veteran presence and whatever, okay, fine. I, I fine. Yeah, so get rid of Erickson. Hold on. Get rid of Erickson. Get rid of uh, Abdulkader. Get rid of Nielsen. Get rid of all this trash. The helm. It, it's it's over. The the glory days are over. This is yep. the reality that we face. And if you don't, hold on. If you don't face it, you're going to be in a worse situation when the new GM comes. Because Ken Holland is not staying past this season. No, no matter what, he's not staying past this year. I'm going to go on a rant, but I want you guys to chime in. The the glory days were over years ago. The glory days were over in the before 2010, 2011. That's the end of it. Like I would say, 2013. If if you got rid of even if you just got rid of DeKaiser's five million dollars and you bring up Joe Hicketts, Joe Hicketts in the NHL is making six hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Perfect. Like, are you are you serious? That's it. Like Perfect. you bring up the him, Chicago method. Yeah, you bring up him. If you bring up him and Renuff, Dan Renuff, right now, seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. You bring up both of them, and that's less than half. Of what DeKaiser is doing to just fucking take up space? Like, what are we even doing? 
We need to get Ken Holland the book, How to Be a GM for Dummies. For exactly. No, no, no. We need to get Ken Holland the book on how to find a new job that's not with the Detroit Red Wings. Which brings us to our next point, which is the team needs to hire new leadership from outside, outside. the organization. And Tess, I'm going to let you kick off why we need people from outside. Well, I think we've already established it. Um, the loyalty, which I think we can all appreciate loyalty. But when you're going through times like this, which has been a handful of years of just mediocrity, you need to just kind of cut some ties and get some new faces, new personalities in here and just kind of just make everything refresh. I just feel like it's just they're all about tradition, which I totally understand and respect that. But tradition has been dead for a while. When have when like all the players of our childhood retired, it's just like okay, time for a new era. With all these new, like this younger generation of players coming up, you should give them like some new coaching and new management to kind of grow up with. Kind yep. of like what works for Steve Eisenman is not going to work for Larkin and Mantha. No, you know, so you need some outside sources that have no idea what is going on, or you know, has no ties and can just kind of look at Erickson and say, "You fucking suck. We're going to waive you." <laughs> or Darren Helm, well, you're useless. We're going to waive yeah. you, Advocator. You were overrated. So yep. you're going to be on the fourth line the rest of your career. Have fun. Well, the, the that's problem is what needs to happen. Yeah, the problem is it's breeding normalcy. It's yeah. like you're you're mediocre, but that's fine right now. And that's the problem. You're breeding normalcy in the in, in the fact that oh, you didn't you didn't perform to what we know you can perform as. But as long as you're giving your best effort, that's fine. It's like, oh, you get a participation trophy. You tried. No, you're you're a professional athlete. Fucking play. You're getting paid a whole shit ton of money to play a game. Exactly. Play your fucking best. But Tyler, when when does that stop being fine? When does mediocre stop being okay? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty sick of mediocre. Um, About the the first year we lost to Tampa, in in the first or the second year we lost to Tampa. The first year we gave it a shot. We lost in Game Seven. Datsuk left after that, or no, Datsuk left after the second year. And okay, fine, you know. But the second year we lost in five games. They were hard fought five games, whatever. But I was sick of it then. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of being mediocre i'm sick of having some players that that are just nyquist underwhelming i mean gustav nyquist was unbelievable that year that they called him up unbelievable him and tatar and they just they're underwhelming no you can't keep them you You can't keep them you have to trade them you have to move them bye i've been saying trade them as a package deal for years Trade them both but together. Just, I don't. Whatever's going to get the most return, just get rid of them. They're doing nothing. To me, it gets to the point of: Do you want to be mediocre? Or do you want to win a Stanley Cup? Do you want to keep the streak alive, which is gone, thankfully? I mean, right. right or do now, you want to win a Stanley Cup? No, right now, it's not even. Do you want to win a Stanley Cup? It's do you want to get past the first round of the playoffs? Playoff, yeah. Do you no. want to win a conference championship? The game is much different than it was when Ken Holland had success, right? The game's yeah, a lot had, different. There wasn't he, he a cap. Players, there was no cap. He could cap, play, no pay, pay players whatever he wanted. Uh, you know, all of that. I get that. And he did have success in 2008. Let's not let's not give him. A, we also still had Nick Lundstrom and we had Datsuk and Zetterberg in their prime. 
But you also got to give and him and- negotiating those contracts the way he did with Datsuk and Zetterberg and Lidstrom but- going literally year Come by on. year. It, it, year by year, he would go with Lidstrom. One of the best defensemen that easily could yeah. have got seven million, eight million, nine million, ten million, whatever he wanted a year. Yep. He was he was going year by year with Nicholas Lidstrom. And there was no question whether he was gonna leave or not. He was never gonna leave. No. But they would go year by year because they wanted to keep the cap. Now he has not done a good job with the cap over the last few years. Hell no. Not at all. But I'll tell you what. Did he a job with the cap? Yes, I, I, that's what that's what I just got done through saying. I think he's done. He did a good job initially with it. I think now later in the process with signing Abdelkader and signing Helm and signing guys that you don't need like Franz Nielsen, that's where he's gotten in trouble. I'm over him signing the middle aged guys that are like in between teams to, and careers. Like, oh, we'll give you a home for a year. No. To, to be fair, to be fair, Franz Nielsen has been probably. Well, no, he's been one of the wing's best forwards mm-hmm. as far as yes. consistency goes. Not scoring, not points production, but consistency. What I. He's number three in goals pissed, right now, by the way. What pisses me off more is how much money is Justin Avocator making? Someone tell me, because it, it might as well be ten dollars. Oh yeah, because it's, it's, I feel like bad. on a daily basis for Justin Applicator's four point two five million dollars a year, I could go out there tell him to give me one thousand dollars, and I'd do a better job than Applicator. Like, you want to know a fun fact? Applicator's actually uh, in number three for assists on the team so far. He has thirteen assists this year. That's nice. Applicator hasn't been dreadful this year. Last year was dreadful. Yeah, this like, whole team as a whole just is dreadful this year. Like, right now, the dreadful. Red Wings shouldn't settle for near dreadful. Like, sorry, Abdicator, you're slightly above dreadful, so you're fine. Like, right. that's not acceptable. The, the way I look at it <clears throat> is, okay, they can go with what they have right now. And it some years, it might be good enough for the playoffs if the East isn't good. A lot of players get hurt, all of that. But... <laughs> Do you really want to be mediocre? Do you want to just get in and say you got in and sell a little bit of extra tickets and, and no, give out all the playoff towels and sell out LCA? Do you want to do that? Or do you want to actually have a chance when the playoffs start? Do you want to say, oh, my God, look, we got we got Tampa Bay in the first round. This is going to be a great series. How many times have you seen in the last, what, four or five years that you get these teams and you're like, oh. We have Tampa Bay in the first round. Oh, man. We're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick of that. I I personally, I don't know about you guys, but I personally liked when we had the chance, you know, we were in March or, you know, early, early, late February, early March, and we already knew we were in the playoffs. We didn't have to play. (laughs) What's it like? We haven't had that in like 10, 11 years. Yeah, but nobody has that secure in February. No, the only teams oh, yeah. that have that are Chicago and uh, Pittsburgh. Chicago ain't getting that this year. They're not. No, the work Chicago, this Chicago year. shoot the bed this year. So I mean, they they've been going down the past couple of years. You know, Jonathan Taves. Yeah, Jonathan Taves, best captain in the entire NHL. No captain better than Jonathan Taves. Whenever I see that, I throw up in my mouth. But I it's like, Crosby and I'm like such Ooh. a baby. Yeah, like oh, best babies. captain. What the hell are you doing for your team? But 
I mean, it's damn thing. But thank God we're not Blackhawks fans. (laughs) What everyone needs like to to say though is like we're not a college team. This isn't college. Getting in's not good enough. No, you need to stop. Like, stop going to games. Like, make that arena emptier than it is, and maybe the ownership will realize, hey, maybe we need to do something to make people get in. Maybe we need to fire the coach. Maybe we need to fire the GM. Maybe this needs to get better. Um, but I think that brings us to our last point of the night, which is maybe we need to trade absolutely everyone. So I'll start here real quick. That's easier said than done, right? You know, you can sit here and say, of course. you want to trade this guy, that guy, the other guy, whatever. You know, we're, we're not even going to bring up names because it doesn't make sense. No, no, bring up names. Who do you want to trade, Tyler? Okay, fine. If I was to trade three people. Mike Green, because his contract expires at the end of the year. Gustav Nyquist, because he's been very underwhelming. And quite frankly, Franz Nielsen. I like the guy. I hate the contract. And if I were to keep the guy, obviously, you know, the contract is fine. He's a fine player, right? But a Stanley Cup contender or like a team that wants to be a Stanley Cup contender could use a guy like Franz Nielsen. He's good on the yep. power play. He's good in yep. the shootout. He's also He's good in the penalty kill as well. He's very good defensively, very responsible defensively. And he can put the puck in the net, and he can also pass. You know, he's, he's the type of player that you want. He's a threat. If you're contending. He's not the type of player that you want. If you're a piece of shit middle team. Yeah, if you're mediocre. Because sometimes the Red Wings come out and they look like, oh, my God, who are these guys out there? And then lately they've just like – what the hell is going on? They're not this bad, and they're not as good as they played early on. So what what kind of team are they? Yeah. Well, what do you think we can get for? On. What do you what do you think we could get? Like, what do you think we could get for people like uh, Gustav Nyquist or Thomas Tarr, Mike Green? Mike Green, we got to at least get a first round pick. So okay. we touched picks, on this picks, at picks. the first part of the, uh, of the of the podcast here. Mike Green would probably get you a first or a second round pick. Probably a second because teams don't like giving up first round picks anymore. If you're um, Edmonton, you'll give up a first round pick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But then there's always the chance that they end up in the lottery again, which Ken Daniels said would be a crime. It would. Have to investigate. <laughs> but anyways. They can't pay for it. Yeah, you could, get, you could probably get a first or a second round pick from Mike Green. Uh, for Gustav Nyquist, it, depending on the team and what they need and what the leverage is, I would say a second-round pick, maybe a third. Uh, probably a second. I would lean closer to a second. Um, but his contract is up soon, and uh, so I guess that would also play into it as well as he mm-hmm. only has two more years, so this year and next year. So I guess the team would have – whatever team is getting him would have control. So I guess you could probably command a second-round pick or maybe even a first. Who knows? I, I don't think you're getting more than a second for Nyquist. The second, he's played decent this year. He's been okay. Um, And then, I mean, Franz Nielsen would probably get you a third. Yeah. And if you have to eat all the contract, maybe you could get a se- – half of the contract, maybe you get a second. I think you're in third in a prospect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, I don't even need the prospect. Give me a second and that's it. Tess, who are you shipping out? What do you Everybody. want? Everyone but Larkin and Mantha. I want a new GM. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, now, see, you would have to Steve trade. Exactly. 
I don't even know who's even available. I mean, the more picks, the better. I mean, uh, just literally, if your name isn't Larkin, Mantha, Anthony, see you, you can pack your shit. Yep. Exit stage left. You do I the Mike Commodore. Pack, pack your shit. shit. Love that hashtag. I really hope <laughs> Cromwell, for the sake of his own well-being, retires after this year. He is just too fucking old. Like, I just, mm-mm. And then Zetterberg, I mean, who knows? I mean, I love him, but he hasn't scored in 20 goddamn games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't judge him like, on that because he is older and stuff, but I'm just like, I just wear, I just, I don't know. I feel like he's a, he might go be going through an awkward time right now because, I, like you said, I don't think he's ever had this much of a bad streak in his career. No, he hasn't. I don't know if you guys and have a, noticed, a but the game has gotten losing. too fast for him. Which is sad. I mean, but he he's 37, right? 37. No, 36, 37. Yeah, you might be right. 36. Yeah. Anyway, he's closer to 40. And, you know, we have all these young guys coming up. And I know he probably wants to play as long as he can. But it's just, mm-mm. I always yeah. said when they got to the new arena that some of these old farts are going to want to have one year in the new arena. Well, yep. I'm really excited for this year to come to a close because I'm really hoping that these old people <laughs> hang them yeah. up. Because that could help us a lot. And Erickson, oh my God, I would, I would give a kidney up to if it meant he would leave. I would pay him, him to I, leave. <laughs> pay him to go away. I just, you're, he's can just, I just add something about Jonathan Erickson? Yeah, go what, ahead, Tyler. As long as it's what? not positive. I know you guys haven't played. <laughs> I know you guys haven't played hockey on a team or anything, right? But if you turn the puck over, and it leads to a tying goal, or you take a penalty. And it leads to a power play goal that ties the game up or makes the team come closer. The coach will say, Look, come over here. You're taking a seat right there. Yeah, Jeff Marshall's like, Oh, no, no, you go back out there the next shift and redeem go yourself. Redeem yourself. Like, go redeem yeah. yourself. What the hell is wrong with him? I, it's just, yeah, I don't I know. I've I don't never know. seen anything like it. Guys, like, does have. he have nudes of somebody? Does he have Stop. something on somebody? Like, I'm not kidding. Like, what is going on there? Some investigation needs to be done. Why does this guy somebody. get a free pass on everything? I, I, it's not, <clears throat> it's unexplainable. I think my big thing was like, if with with Nielsen, I'm okay with Nielsen simply because I know Zetterberg's probably got one more year in him, and Nielsen's like four years younger. So you keep Nielsen for a couple more years just for that veteran role, simply because he's a good setup guy. Yes. Uh, he's he's very even with all his abilities. He's good defensively. He's good offensively. He he can do what you want him to do. He's, he's not going to give player. up. Yes. Exactly. He's not going to give up a, a, like... a, a ton of chances. He's going to be solid. And when Z retires, honestly, for a veteran presence, there's not many other people I could think that are going to be available or that I would want on the team other than Franz Nielsen, especially for the contract that he has. So I'm okay with keeping him. But other than that, like, Tatar, give me a bye. second or third round pick. Bye. Nyquist, same thing. I mean, get rid of every, everything that is not named Larkin, Athanasi, or Mantha. Bye-bye, Jimmy Howard and Peter Mrazek. I'll yeah. suffer through a year of Jared Coro. Get rid blow up the organization right now. And if you're a fan, you understand that this needs it's to be. Especially up. if you've been if you've been a lot like especially I think I said it before, the fans that are our ages are like the, the 90s kids that grew up seeing four yep. cups in 15 years. 
it's a real struggle where I know like people that are my family's age, like my mom's age and my aunts and uncles, like they went through the dead wings era. So they're like, well, we didn't think we would see this thing again, yep. but, and they went through it. Like we survived. I'm like, well, I wasn't born into that. I was born into winning. Yeah. And, <laughs> I and was what spoiled. Makes- so it's just like a reality check for us nineties kids because we were so fortunate to witness so many amazing things in those 25 years. It's just very frustrating because we know what needs to happen, but it's not happening. Yeah. I think before uh, Tyler and Tess both have an aneurysm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to have to wrap it up. I mean, we had a pretty good uh, discussion on our, our post, I guess post and pre holiday now uh, podcast. My blood pressure Uh, can now come down. (laughs) Yeah. That was very intense. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Tyler start with uh, wrap-up thoughts and your uh, Twitter handle, please. Yeah, my final thoughts is don't suck on Tuesday against Winnipeg. <laughs> okay, Twitter? Uh, my Twitter handle is Tyler underscore Sealy. You can also follow the Winged Octopus on Twitter, at Winged Octopus. You can also like us on Facebook, and you can also follow us on Instagram, Winged Octopus. We're going to be posting more on there. We're also going to be doing some live things on there, so like a Periscope type of thing on Instagram. So uh, check that out for sure. Uh, we're going to be getting the uh, Snapchat doing well like during the games and everything. So uh, hopefully you guys follow us on there. It's also Winged Octopus. So, I mean, that's all I really have. Tess, give us your, uh, your um, final thoughts and your uh, social media information, please. Fun. Final thoughts is I was not mentally prepared for all this shit today. (laughs) I'm going to get myself a drink after this. Jesus, help us. We need you. Please guide us to the winning light because it's so painful. Yeah, I don't think it's It's going to happen. It's so painful. You know what? Always believe. Have some faith. Trust Jesus. Um, God's given us all the luck that we can have over the last 25 years. Tyler, it's not your turn to talk. Shush. Shush. God. No, um, my Twitter handle is at TMDudleyXO. And yeah, let's just pray to God we can at least get a point on Tuesday. Greg, exactly. your turn. I am your producer. I am Greg. I am at Bringing the Wing on Twitter. If we do not win in Winnipeg, uh, you might not hear from me for the next two weeks. Yeah, we've got Winnipeg on Tuesday. We've got St. Louis on Saturday. It's a light week. Get us a win or don't get us a win. Get us some better draft odds. That's it for me, Tyler. I'm going to let you take us out. Yeah, so um, I guess my final thoughts are uh, if you're not going to win, tank. And tank hard because you got some work to do because um, Phoenix and Buffalo have really, uh, really put a dent into that. Yes, yes. Arizona and Buffalo have really <laughs> put a dent into that. So we're going to be doing a rapid fire again. Hopefully you guys like that. Um. We're going to do one of those before Christmas, hopefully. Hopefully we get a few more podcasts in before then uh, because that was really fun. I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, that was, and, uh, that was great. So, Lots of fun, yes. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to take you guys out. That's it. Um, hopefully the Wings can beat Winnipeg, and if not, get us some uh, good draft odds, and uh, hopefully in June we'll be able to select Rasmus Dahlen <laughs> first overall, right? Drop them ping pong balls. Yeah. <laughs> yep but yeah that's that's all i have guys uh everybody stay classy hockey town and uh go wings i guess right yep good night go everybody wings.
That's a wrap on this episode of Winged Octopus. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, as well as like us on Facebook. You can also find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. We thank you for tuning in and hope everyone had a great night. Stay classy, Hockey Town. Just a small town.